0: Friends, It's your girl. I am Sheila Michelle and I am back with another episode of I am Sheila Michelle the podcast now You're not gonna believe who I got on the couch today Y'all are not gonna believe who is on the couch today because I can't even believe who's on the couch today But I have an extremely special guest as you know All of our guests are special, but this is an extremely special guest because I want to introduce to you Mr. Damon Dix senior who happens to be DJ's dad. How you doing? Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yep.
0: Did you see yourself on the couch? No, (laughs) ma'am. Well, we're going to get into why later. We're going to get into why later, why neither one of us really thought we'd be sitting on the couch together. Um, What I want to go into first is I actually want to acknowledge you. I want to acknowledge you. Hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't need to be Father's Day for us to acknowledge, you know, our men, the, you know, the men that are in our lives. Um, It doesn't have to be their birthday. It don't have to be Christmas and Thanksgiving. Like, we really need to learn how to give men their flowers, you know, too, on a regular basis. So, you are CEO of DJ's Cuts. Correct. Which is a barbershop. Yes, ma'am. Um, is it also a hair salon or just barber right now?
1: Barber's right now, but it's set up for a hair salon also.
0: Okay, okay, okay. You got some booths open. Is some people that can contact you? Yes. Okay, cool. And then Danye's Kitchen. Yes. Tell us about Danye's. What's on the menu?
1: Um, our specialties are uh, fried salmon bites, fried ribs, bologna sandwiches. You know, we brought bologna sandwiches back. All right. Fried green tomatoes, homestyle fries. Those like the um, you can't get those everywhere. You know what I mean? Those the classics, right? Yeah, Yo, you can't get. Yes, that the classics. And um, fried turkey wings and
0: fried turkey wings. That's yep. different. They're different. Yep.
1: Yes. We also have the you know the regular hot wings and the hot, hot and the hamburgers,
0: the pot the the culture stuff. Yeah, gotcha.
1: Located at twenty five forty nine College Park Roosevelt Highway.
0: And then the barbershop is just—is it just one it's, store over? It's
1: off uh, actually, it's right next to it. It's Suite A and Suite B. Okay, twenty-five forty-nine Roosevelt Highway, Suite A for the barbershop and Suite B for the restaurant.
0: Okay, let's go. Take the block over. Trying to. Uh, way to real records. Yes. Tell us about that.
1: We started way too early records back in, what, 2000, 1999. And, you know, we had a long break off, but we back at it now. We just got a studio. Um, we're going to do videos and block times and video shoots, photo shoots. You know, we back open. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay.
0: So now you're an OG. So how how are the folks going to reach you? Now, how, how do they, are you connected on social media? <laughs>
1: Facebook. Okay. Yes. Connect on Facebook. What's your Facebook
0: handle?
1: Demondix. Dix.
0: Okay. That's yeah. D-E-M-O-N-D-E and it's D-I-C-K-S. Demondix yes. Dix on Facebook. Okay, yes. great. So Mr. Dix, you're a serial entrepreneur. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, part of me is not surprised, right? Because truthfully, <laughs> you come from a family of
1: entrepreneurs, right? <laughs> You can say that.
0: I mean, yeah, <laughs> so you know, Sue <laughs> and Silas. Oh, yeah. Most
1: definitely.
0: Um, they were entrepreneurs when people weren't called entrepreneurs. Right. They were entrepreneurs when people were just known as having their own business, you know, uh working for themselves. That's what That's they right. call it back in yep. the day. But they really were entrepreneurs. Yep. Um, they had a club,
1: restaurant,
0: club, restaurant, uh, Sue Ran, really a boarding house.
1: Uh-huh. Right. Little house.
0: Bootleg house. I don't know if my rich <laughs> friends know what a bootleg house is. Don't worry about it. You're fine. <laughs> but yeah, but I love that. Um, I think that y'all should know that we have known each other for 32 years. Oh. 32 years. You just yeah. celebrated a birthday
1: too. Yeah. April 1st.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm really proud. I'm really proud, you know, I say proud for you because, you know, you people can do a lot of different things, but the thing that makes it most meaningful, like if it means something to you, right? you know what I'm saying? So it's it's not even about other people being proud of you. Like it's about you being proud for you. So I just want to let you know, I'm very proud for you, but I want to get into life before you became the serial entrepreneur. Can yes. we get into, can we get into, <laughs> I think Arisha, I think Arisha please calls it the smoke, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to get into the smoke? Yes. Okay. All right. Now you haven't always been an entrepreneur um, on this side of the house. You've been an entrepreneur on another side of the house
1: too. <laughs> yes.
0: So t- share with us a little bit about your journey into, um, coming out of the streets, you know, to running three enterprises. Because I I, I make a joke, right, that I say richer than a drug dealer, right? I joke and I say I'm richer than a drug dealer because I feel like, you know, when you and I, you know, when we met as young teenagers, you know, 14, 15, 15, 16 years old, It was a time when people felt like they had to sell drugs. They didn't feel like they could make it. They didn't feel like they could get a corporate job or they didn't feel like college was for them or, you know, maybe they weren't going to be the athlete or the rapper, you know, so it it, it felt tight. You know, everybody didn't have a car, didn't own a house, right? But now I feel like money is much more easily made with less stress. Mm -hmm. Got to worry about nobody, you know, robbing me, killing me, You know, uh, looking for me, looking over my shoulder. And then, you know, they say a lot of the drug addicts are getting healed now. So it's like, I don't know what the temperature is like in the streets, but talk to us a little bit about like how you were able to make that transition and obviously take your business expertise from the streets and convert that and make it legitimate.
1: How did I make that transition? First of all, I want to say thank you for um, acknowledging me and, you know, holding me up to something. But making that transition from the streets to entrepreneurship, it came with the love, the love I had for my son. You know what I mean? My son, DJ, you know, was taken away from us in 2016. Actually, he was the best thing ever happened to me and the worst thing ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. And I never thought, like, I would— transform like that. You know, and it came from him. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. 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 So I know one thing that I noticed when I was thinking about, you know, you coming on and us having this conversation, um, which is a big deal, by the way, y'all. It's a big deal for so many different reasons. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. But I was just thinking about like how you have such um you're a lot more humble now. Because yes. you was a ball of fire. Yes. You might still be a ball of fire, but like, it's not like, you are a lot more humble. You know, you actually seem like you had a lot more peace with yourself. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's a difference. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would take the old you just to have DJ back. Right. To be honest, I'm, right. I'm happy for this new you. Right. I really am. But I would take the old you, you know, just to have DJ right. Um, But DJ's not your only child. Let's get into that too.
1: No, I have 11 kids.
0: 11?
1: Yep, 11 kids. Okay. Yep. 11. Yep. And how
0: many grandkids? 15. Okay, that's what I thought I saw. I thought I caught, caught that. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Um... You know, it was when you and I were in a relationship together or in or out or whatever we was. And I think, you know, when you had the first child that was not mine, that was a very hurt hurtful <laughs> thing. You know, we talked about it. Yeah. Um we talked about it. But you know, I just feel like God always knows what he's doing, right? That's because right. kids don't ask asked to come here. Right? right and that's right. obviously god has a purpose for their lives and so he has entrusted you with not one not two you know but 11 lives right that's right and you know i think that's amazing
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: you know i think that's amazing did you imagine yourself with a big family like that
1: nope not one time nope living in the streets uh, living that street life you know you have no rules no morals no nothing no respect for yourself no respect for other people no respect for women you know and making money just you know sleeping with different women and not knowing you know what I mean like today I would take all that back if I do it would end up like this yeah you know without the money without the fame without anything yeah
0: are the kids close? yes That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. All right. Like, do you see what's like the the number one thing? Because we know that your kids look like you. That's a fact. We got that part. (laughs) We got that part. The kids and the grandkids look like you. We got that part. But like what, like what characteristic, like, do you see a common thread among all the kids? I mean, they got different moms, but do you see a common thread? Like, do you see you? What what aspect of you do you see show
1: up in all the kids? Hmm, they attitude. Yeah. Like right? they they all them um, they just alike. So they get along, but they bump heads all the time because all of them wanna be head honcho, the boss. Even <laughs> even the girls, you know, they just got that, that, that chip on the shoulder. You know how they's got it? Yeah. All of them got a chip on their yeah. shoulder, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh I guess Come from being a leader or a boss or whatever you may call it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, DJ and I had an interesting text conversation one day. He texted me, and he said, "What? Did, how did he say it?" It just escaped me. But basically, he he te- he he was talking to me. He wasn't using it. It was like we just knew what each other was talking about. He was like, "How did this happen?"
1: Yeah, you told me about it. <laughs>
0: But so you. are we so
1: different. Yeah, we you know? so different.
0: Right. But he, but what I, but number one as a parent, I didn't want him to feel divided, regardless of our differences. Right. You know, I didn't want him to feel like he was a mistake or something was wrong with right. him or he got the short end of the <laughs> stick or right. you know, I I never wanted them to feel that way. He and Des, um which is part of the reason why I responded the way I responded when I told him like hey we actually do have things in common right you know um i don't know if we knew that you know when we were back in then. a relationship i don't right i don't then. i don't even think we were mature enough nah. to be thinking about like what do we have in <clears> common <throat> or you know any of those things but um i think that's awesome and that they have that characteristic because you see how it turned out for you. So now you know how it can turn out for them too. Like it can turn topside up and it don't have to be a tragedy. You know, Right. I personally wish that when DJ was killed, everybody would just get their life right and live right and be whatever, you know, but we know it don't happen. That don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like when you lose somebody, time keeps going for everybody else. Right. You, you stuck with that. Right, but everybody else Her don't. State, move yeah. down.
1: Right, they don't move on. Yeah, they don't move on. Right, yeah.
0: But it's like you still stuck in it. Yeah,
1: we still forever for life. Yeah, yep.
0: we still stuck in it, and it's a different stroke every day. Um, so well, how, like, how do you cope? Like, how are you doing?
1: Um, you know, I put it in God's hands. Yeah, you know, there's a story. I was locked up, and your mom, she called me. You know. And know, uh, she was like, "You alright?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm alright. I'm good." I was like, "How you doing?" She was like, "I'm I'm great." You know, she stayed on um, on the internet, you know, looking up them guys' names and keeping up with them, like, mm-hmm. you know. So she said, um, what prison you at?" I said, "I'm um, I'm at Calhoun Prison, State Prison." She said, "Um, don't you know one of them guys there that did that?" I said no I ain't know that <laughs> at the same time yeah. I knew it you know yeah. what I mean yeah. I ain't want to let her I know like no, right. right so that was kind of like crazy and, you know she was like look you got other people to live for and um just you know put it in God's hand and um I'm praying for you and she was just like put everything in God's hand and don't think don't think to try to take this in your own hands and you know what i mean
0: yeah
1: right don't take it in your own hands and um and it stuck with me yeah know what i mean so i said like, I, I really got to put this in god hand. i can't control this no more and, right. and that's what i do every day it, it never leaves like every day i have to do the same thing you know what i mean yeah, yeah. 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 every day you got to just put it in god and keep going like we don't know which direction we go. going right know what i mean so i just Walk by faith in that right. situation right there. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, we were in court for two weeks. Court started on my birthday. Mm. Your jury selection was on my birthday. Mm. And court started the next day. And I mean, the distance from us to them was like from here to here. Right. You know, uh, you know we had, of course, hearings before then. Right. People, you know, want to get buns and you know that's a whole that's that's a that's a whole season of shows you know just to talk through you know that process I think it still really hasn't set in for me I can't tell you that I hate the boys or I can't tell you how I feel about the boys because I still haven't processed I'm still processing how I feel about DJ. I, right, right, like, to right. be honest, I ain't even got over there. Like, right. I I can't even. And maybe, you know, I don't even know if I'm allowing myself to get over there. Because I think that's just the kind of stuff that can keep you in a space you don't need to be in. Right. You know, Um I know, you know, the one boy, uh, Clark, who set DJ up. Cause, and not only did he set DJ up, but he planted a seed, right? Because, right? father, we know, that boy, Waller, was just going to rob DJ. Right. But Clark was the one who said, you got to kill him, though. Right.
1: right. The
0: power of words. You understand right. what I'm saying? And when I have talked to people, you know, I even, I even said, you know, The interesting thing about that is if I think of, like, let's say you, I don't think no dude, now these boys are 20, right? Like, let's take you and 16, Mm -hmm. even, right? No dude can ever tell you, you're going to have to kill him, though. And you're going to be like, okay, that's what I'm about to do. You you see what I'm saying, yeah, like right, right. you know. So then you start getting into the layers of not just them being killers or you know reckless, but just like no like no moral code, but like no no self esteem, no self confidence, no like not standing on nothing. You know, somebody tell you you got to kill somebody, so you just gonna kill them.
1: Yeah, it's a new area. <laughs> Today, area is you know it's. It's gang culture. You know, when we grew up, we had our neighborhood where we were from College Park, from Hershey Road, stuff like that. But now everybody got to be a part, or they think they got to be a part of the game, all the young guys. And, you know, they got people over them, telling them to do stupid stuff for them. think They cool. These are the things they have to go through these days, you know. And it's just bad, Yeah, when you got a a, a 24-year-old telling you to, do stuff. And his mind ain't developed either.
0: Yeah. Right. And that's what the DA talked to me about. So it was like, it was that process which I pray I never ever have to go through it again. But that process because, you know, people just think, you know, like our son was murdered. Like, you know, somebody just took his life because they wanted to over something that they thought they should have or could have or whatever. And people just, I think in general, people kind of think that you're supposed to have a certain type of opinion about it or you're supposed to feel a certain type of way. But it's just it's too many emotions and too many different ways. And then you're like stuck inside of a process because court don't work off emotions. No. Right. I mean, like ultimately, yes, you know, the attorneys are. Attempting to sway the jurors, you know, with persuasive speaking. But, like, I'm just saying, Pretty like, it don't, they, they wouldn't even show DJ in court because they said they, the defense the objected to DJ being shown. He was murdered. And they didn't even have the, the, the decency to allow him to be shown. They wouldn't. They said that they felt like it would influence the jury. Right. So, you know, we were going through, they was depicting. There was every tattoo he had, you know, just it was just craziness, you know, and 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 then you looking at. So you got the judicial system, you got the just the fact that people have the right to argue, even if they are guilty. You Mm -hmm. got the the, and they can make any argument they want. Right. Um. So it it wasn't no slam dunk, you know. There are parents who don't know what happened to their kid, right. and I wouldn't want to be there. But it's really no different when you do know what happened, right. because then you have to go through every time they appeal. Right,
1: you That's you know, right. every
0: time they want a bond hearing. One boy talking about he he appealing because he had a uh um injury when he was a child, and there's no way that he could make good decisions.
1: <laughs> Probably, you know they come up with all types of things the defense does yeah, yeah
0: yeah so you know you you just so it's just so many different I things i try not
1: to get into it you know a lot of it yeah. just, you know it is what it is it hurt and um just let god work the process yeah. out because you know things come back around you know what i mean so oh, hey, yeah they do you know and, you know you know yeah. how hard it hurt me you know what i mean so and that's the main thing that changed me today. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. That will keep me humble. Yeah. Because, like, right now, I stay away from people because I got so much anger built up me me behind that that I could take it out on the wrong person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, when I met you, you were supposed to be a football player. Exactly. Or maybe right. a basketball player. Right.
1: Athlete.
0: Okay. So... When did becoming an athlete go away and these businesses come up?
1: Okay, when did the athlete go away? Well, that went away well, ninety two, ninety one, when um when DJ came into this world, you know. <laughs> it's always about DJ, you know, like my life right now is a whole lot of DJ. So you know, I came up with a father. I had a stepfather, but not a real father, you know. And I said to myself, I never, ever, you know, abandon my kids no matter what situation. So I wanted to um, play ball, you know, that was my thing, playing ball. So I was like, how am going to play ball and take care of this kid? You right. know what I mean? So, Westlake High School, we up in there, I seen the little boys. You know, I just moved from Columbus, so, you know, I'm kind of slow a little bit, but, you know, not that slow, but a little slower than Atlanta. So, I go to the bathroom, see the guys in the dressing room, the locker room, they selling weed and stuff like that. These boys selling weed in school? Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I maybe I could sell a little weed and take care of my son and continue to play ball. Right. But it didn't happen like that, you know. And uh, the main thing, like I said, my father, he wasn't there for me. Yeah. So I had to, you know. Yeah. But I wanted to play ball, but I knew I had to take care of my son. Right. So that kind of... Grew over and outgrow everything else. And from there, it was to the streets. You know what I mean?
0: But do you feel Which, like, so do, do you feel like you and your dad kind of had a good relationship though when he passed away? Like a little bit?
1: No. Nah. No. I mean, I had respect for him, but not no good relationship. Not no good relationship. Right. Yeah. A good relationship, a man don't just abandon his kids, you know. I don't, I don't see that. I don't feel that. I don't stand on that.
0: What's the number one thing you want your kids to get? Because, you know, we have had a tumultuous uh, relationship. Right. Yeah. And when I say relationship, I don't like me like romantic. Right. Because right. you have relationships with people. It's not that it's a romantic relationship. But there are still and that to me, that just speaks to like how God is like God uses people to deposit into you. You know what I mean? Whether right. you whether they're your BFF or not. So like how you you know you told me one time you got to stay down. That I always stayed with me.
1: Bro, you got to stay That never left me. That always stayed. you You got to stay with down with. Right.
0: What's that one thing you want your your kids to know? Like
1: the one thing I want them to know. Just how to survive, how to take care of themselves, love okay. themselves, and take care of themselves and their kids, and you know, just survive this world. You know? Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so, what are the cat? What are the things that you brought from being in the streets to where you are now as an entrepreneur?
1: Everything beside the drawers and the camera. <laughs> 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 everything I beside the cash you know, Okay. You know,
0: yeah. Everything so, beside, same thing. You just right. living
1: it, something else. Are you running, um, okay, I was not million dollar drawer when I was selling drawers, but, you know, a thousand there. But, you know, to um, manage that, it, you got to have yeah. a, a corporate mind, a yeah. business mindset, you know, yeah. like taking inventory. What can I spend What I can't spend yeah. so I can grow, you know? so. Yeah. They show you how to do it, it's just, you know. Just different. Right, it's just illegal, but now you're doing illegal, it it's the same thing. Those are the best, you know, um, what I say, managers or yeah. owners yeah. out there today, because yeah. they know how they experience. they know when to hold and when not, they know when to hold, when to fold, you know what yeah. I'm mean? yeah. They know when they got to do some extra stuff, yeah. or just kick back, you yeah. know. Yeah. They know how to be in the hole. They know like coming out the hole, right? Cause you know it, it, it ain't stable, right? It's always rocky. You right? I was saying,
0: right. So y'all, I hope y'all picking up what's being put down, okay? Cause we just heard it don't matter whether you whether what what you flipping, right? Right. This this a core skill set right here. This a foundation. Yeah. What you think about BMF? Do you watch it?
1: BMF? No, i don't watch. Nope, no no. Okay. No, I don't watch TV. Yeah, okay. No, I'm, I don't watch TV. You know, I still just watch sports. sports you sports, watch Sports power? and news, no. No power? No, I ain't, I'm not okay. up to date. <laughs> well,
0: who, who, we should, who should we be watching in sports then right now?
1: LeBron James. Still, really? Yeah.
0: You know, I'm sorry. I don't know why I want to give LeBron his prize. I, I'm still stuck in the microphone you go, here. You can go to curve
1: though. I'm still, like, I still don't
0: Michael think... Jordan, he's, he's gone. He's I know, he's tired. gone, but like... Who, is there really somebody better than Michael for real? Like is LeBron really better than Michael in real life?
1: No. But he had a better career. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. They two different they they different. They different players. They're different. Right, they they do
0: Okay.
1: Nah, you'll never see another Mike. I mean, you may be, but you know, Kobe yeah. was close, but yeah. LeBron is he he more out of around player. He, he just ain't no killer when it comes to scoring. Yeah. Other than that, he the best. He could rebound assist. Oh, no, he controlled the game. Yeah. All
0: right. What about um? So you you basketball, you football, any other sports you watch?
1: Nah, pretty much it boxing.
0: Boxing, yeah. yeah.
1: You seen the fight though the other leg? No. Uh-huh.
0: I don't. Watch, I don't watch a lot of TV. I like Power though. Okay. So if I watch anything, it's Power. Oh, okay. I'll be real. That like that's probably the only thing. Every now and then, Keith a big TV person. He can find anything in any the movie he loved TV, but I don't, yeah, I'm not big on it. Okay. Um, so, way too real records. Now, you, yeah, you had way too real records. Um, it should be probably about yeah, going on about twenty three years yeah, now. Man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So tell tell us what's what's the mission, what's the vision? Because some of my rich friends, they listen. I got I got a diverse community, so I might have somebody you need to sign. I might have an artist you need to sign. Uh, we, we
1: we we're not in signing anymore. We, we're we just mostly doing like um. Studio, studio like time, promote, but I think that's and awesome. stuff like that. We're not really just getting all into artists. Okay, like
0: okay, but I think that's a move because I know we just had a COVID test engagement for a movie, right? It's a movie, a major movie that's being that that what well, they've wrapped up now. But it got me to think. I was like, shoot, maybe I need to get a building and you know have something for like movie production or studio time.
1: Man. You can actually. just came to me. My, my um, my partner, boss man, trap boy gang. You know they um, he um, he trying to get him um, event center. So yeah. he had the studio I already made, and he was called me, but like it pretty much was a gift. Yeah, cause I said I wasn't gonna get back into the music. Okay. God just blessed. He just put me right there with it. You know what I'm saying. Just put you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Just last week. Yeah. 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 Everything you know. Yeah. All the equipment. Yeah. He just gave him the keys, said, Hey, you gotta pay this a month but you have everything and because okay. I know you're gonna do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what so what done, what don't conversations with God be like these days with you?
1: Conversations with God be like.
0: What they be like?
1: <laughs> what you mean with it? Like, you know, like, you
0: know, <laughs> no, I said. but well, you we the rich man, y'all I don't know we already got the clearance no, that nothing was off limits.
1: Like you know, the conversation, you said, from God, you yeah. know, you just ask questions and yeah. ask them for um strength and guidance and yeah. protection and praying for. Really, I pray for it. the world more people yeah. than just myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know, hey. I'm just one person. Correct. I, mean? I can't change nothing. You know what I mean? But if we could put something everybody heart, something could change. Yeah. You know? So I pray yeah. for mostly for everybody and just ask God, just please keep yeah. looking over me, helping me, you know. Just talking yeah. to him, you know. Same yeah. Time.
0: Well, you know, because some people pray and ask God for what they want. Some people pray and ask God, let his will be done. You know what I mean? <laughs> some people have like Certain things, like I had a guest, one I had a guest, and so, um, I feel like she prayed for soft stuff, wow. you know, like
1: um. I got you one on that one. Um, okay, when I was younger, I used to pray for God for the wrong things. You know what I mean? Okay. I prayed for all the wrong things. I prayed for, for the money, the cars, the clothes, the jewelry, yeah. and all okay. this and that. Guess what? He blessed me with. It. <laughs> but guess what? Yeah. I lost it all because I ain't have the, the proper mindset to yeah. keep everything. So these days you gotta pray for more mindset yeah. and strength and all that so yeah. you could keep it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because if, if you got it, it just go through your fingers. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um Okay. Yeah. Um I'm glad you're here.
1: Well, I'm I'm glad I'm here too. And everything looks nice, everything good. Yeah. Well. But she said she wants you to ask a question, so I'm going to have to take over. <laughs> he said about the uh, DJ cuts, how did we come up with
0: that.
1: Yeah, And all came off to do it for DJ. Okay. Right. So everything we do now is for DJ, you know right. what I mean? So yeah. I came up the DJ cuts.
0: Yeah.
1: So Dez got the our uh, restaurant, so he came up with Danielle, DJ Miller name. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um. That's how we got the DJ yeah. cuts and the dunya. It's, it's all run out. Do it for DJ. That's
0: awesome. Right. I mean, that's what he wanted. Right. When he called me on Mother's Day, he's, you know, he said he was going to barbering school and oh, yeah, he I said t- he wanted a food truck.
1: Tell so. them about the, um, the Breakthrough Foundation, which I know you have. Okay. The do yeah. for DJ. <laughs> People
0: be watching you, y'all. They see you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, we have, so we haven't been, because the business has been taking up so much, but, um, we we really do need to rally back up. So, you know, when DJ left the world, you know, I I think probably about 45 days later, I created the Breakthrough Foundation. Um, you can follow the Breakthrough Foundation Inc. It's a couple of them. So you got it's the Breakthrough Foundation Inc. on Facebook. Yeah. Um because I thought, hey, let me help some kids go to school. You right. know, I don't want money to be a factor. You know, let's let's help some kids go to it school. It a great thing. And I think it's just important for us to know that, like, whenever you want to help somebody, it's always layers to it. And it is, you just have to do your part with no strings attached. You know, it, you might plant a seed. It might not blossom until later because, honestly, a lot of the kids that we help, you know, they didn't stay in school. So then we said, well, maybe we should start helping sophomores, you know, the ones like, because it's hard. Like that first year of college can be tough. Right. So we said, well, let's let's get the money to the sophomores and higher because, you know, they ready to stick and stay. Right. But the, the mission of the Breakthrough Foundation is really to take youth from their potential into their purpose. Yes, right. And the reason why is because, We know DJ was a good kid. Like, we don't even got a campaign about that. Like, he was who he was. But I think there was misalignment in his purpose. Like, I think he wanted to play basketball. Like, he, you know, he ate, slept, and drank basketball. Like, that's all he ever saw for himself. And for some reason, and that I don't know, I don't think he just, he had the confidence, and I don't know why, that he could do something else it was like he it was like he wouldn't allow himself to just do something else like I was like DJ you could be a coach like you know if you like the NBA just go work for the NBA or you know and he's not the only one right and that's kind of a reason why we do this podcast is because it's gonna take you taking your pain and wringing it out to get to your purpose that's right you know what I'm saying like it's and life ain't going to be what you want it to be all the time. <laughs> you know, you lucky if it happens some of the time. Right? right. Um, And so that's, that's what I thought that like, we'll give this money to kids, but it is, our kids need so much more help. Like that might've helped us. Like if somebody just said, Hey, I'll pay for you to go to college. You'd right. be like, okay, ain't worried about no football scholarship. I'm right. just going to college. But nowadays it's, Everybody want to be an entrepreneur. Nobody right. wants to work for anybody. Everybody want to do their own thing. But even in that, you still got to be prepared. Like you you, you still got to have a mindset, like you were saying. And, you know, you got to have a core skill set, like you were saying, like stand on it and, you know, all those things. So you're an entrepreneur, but you already all the characteristics you've been had in you a long time. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like it was just in you.
1: So things have been bringing a lot, just yeah. like you, Yeah. everybody walk throughout your walk things gonna blossom
0: yeah you know but i um you know the foundation is there to support youth um but it's also there to support adults too you know we we do business grants also you know we we get money um and really the businesses, uh, d- the intent is to give so much of the money from the business, put, put it back into the foundation. So we're going to be doing great things. So y'all just go out there, you know, and follow. And, you know, just like I say, just stay encouraged. Um, But, I, you know, I think it's important because as much as, you know, as we wrap up, as much conflict as, you know, we have had in our younger years, um, I know that I know that it was divine for us to connect right. because truthfully, I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for you, and what I mean by that is I didn't have no family structure, right, you know, and you know right. sue t- sue took me in your your <laughs> grandma took me in, yeah. and you that know she do, and you know helped right. me and showed me the way, right. and you know like didn't know me from a can of paint, right, right? Yeah. and she is a huge part of why i am quote unquote where i am or really why i go the way that i go that's
1: right, right
0: and so had i not met you <laughs> and had i not met her right yeah and that's dj aside dj is a huge part of it for right. me just like it is for you yeah but um but yeah but I definitely want to thank you what else you want to tell the people about DJ Cuts, Danye's Kitchen just, way too real
1: just come and pull up pull up pull up pull up pull up <laughs> oh and
0: you on DoorDash
1: yeah DoorDash Uber Eats, Grubhub Danye's Kitchen D-O-E-N-Y A-O-P-O-T-F-E-S Kitchen yes yep
0: yeah alright
1: alright